yesterday night I was in my bed and this really strange thing happened. I was thinking about, there wasn't a very nice person at school, and I was thinking about him, and he hasn't done very, very nice things to me. And then suddenly, a forgiveness song came on. It was amazing. It was incredible. And then there were like three songs after that that encouraged me to forgive him. And so, today at school, I went and I talked to him, and now everything seems nicer. Differenter. You seem like friends. It's amazing. That's how God's been working in my life. Well, I gotta do my spelling words. Bye. <laughs> you go do those spelling words, uh, sweetie, and everything is gonna be differenter. I'll tell you what, we need a differenter in our life. Maybe you. we were just uh, talking and praying before we came on the air here, and I think the, the message is we all need a differenter at times. Um, when it comes to forgiveness, hey, listen, you ain't going to get through a lifetime, let alone a week or maybe even a day, without the need of forgiveness. All have sinned and for fallen short of the glory of God. In the Bible, there it is. It doesn't get uh, any more plain than that. And so, listen, we, we need forgiveness, the big kind, you know, um, for all of eternity, but also the little kind in terms of our daily rubbing against people in ways that sometimes we hurt each other and miss each other, and we need forgiveness. We need forgiveness. So uh, we're here in this uh, December month. we got Christmas a couple weeks away, and we thought, you know, just talking about forgiveness to set the tone for us here intentionally before the holidays. We're getting together with family, and there might be some unforgiveness issues going on in family relationships, or if, if not unforgiveness, at least irritants with always the potential of that. Uh, so we just kind of want to elevate the importance of living with short accounts when it comes to unforgiveness. So let's open the phone lines. we got some ready to share already here. Some uh, people have left some comments with us, but uh, we'd love to have you call and, and just share a very, maybe just a real positive story of how forgiveness has changed your life in a practical way. How forgiveness has changed your life. What evidence is there that there's been forgiveness in your life? Um, in some way that uh, you want to share with others to encourage each of us to be reminded about the power of forgiveness. 888-888-1717 is the number. I've, I didn't introduce myself. I'm Randy Carlson. Glad to be here with you. Jennifer and Stephen and Gino's uh, running Facebook for us today. Facebook friends, welcome. We're live on Facebook. You can post right there just a sentence, uh, how forgiveness has impacted your life. What has it done? Um, or you can call 888-888-1717 and join me live here on the air and share your one thing. Um, things can be different. You know, that little, you know, there's, we hear about how children can lead them. And I, I think that opening story of that little girl talking about how things are different now uh, as a result of forgiving and then talking and restoring, sometimes that's all it takes. Will you forgive me? Will you forgive me? It's a powerful thing. It's happened in relationship with our children. To be able to go as a mom or dad to your kids and say, man, I was wrong. Will you forgive me? What do kids do? Kids don't tend to hold grudges with their, their parents. They tend to look at that reconciliation, and um, it's a great example for us. All right, so let's, uh, let's get started here with uh, Charlotte from New Mexico. 
Uh, Charlotte, welcome to uh, to the program. So tell us, how, how has forgiveness really changed or impacted your life? What happened to me was when I came back to the Lord 30 years ago, I was married to a man that was not a believer. Um, he cheated on me. I divor- We divorced. Mm. Um, I was sitting in church, and the pastor was saying, if you brought a burden with you that you cannot let go of, please bring it before the Lord now and and ask to be to forgive that person. I was just silently sobbing, and I did it. I was so excited. I forgave he and this woman. And um, the the then what happened, I was euphoric for like, oh, days. I don't recall how long it was. But then all of a sudden it started to creep back in, and I thought, hmm, Wait a minute, I checked this off my list. Now what's going on here? And very quickly I learned this isn't a check off a list. It's a process. And the more that the the process gets easier and quicker with repetition. And I have been called upon to forgive people and it and because of that constant um, you know, I, what I want to encourage other listeners is you do it once, don't give up, keep mm-hmm. doing it. It gets easier and easier and easier. And that through that repetition, that um, through that repetition, it becomes such peace and joy. And you know, and, and through this 25 years that I've been doing this, is that I have been, it's gotten easier and easier. And I'm like, somebody goes, wow, can you believe what that person did to you? And I'm going, I don't remember what you're talking about. And they're going, well, it was just last week. And I'm going, you know what? They're forgiven. I'm forgiven. They're forgiven. And that it becomes um, it, a thing of beauty to be able to forgive quickly and mm. easier. And peace and joy are evidence that we're following. Following God's word. Boy, well stated, um, Charlotte. You've been through it. You understand it's a process, and there can be that euphoric feeling of saying, "I choose to forgive." I mean, that's a spiritual thing. But as we know, Satan loves to keep coming back and whispering and yep. challenging and then and indicting and doing all the things that he does. And we have to continue to be on guard against that and catch it early, I, so we don't let the yes. what the root of bitterness uh, start to grow in our life. Right. Absolutely. And that we get the peace and the joy, um, and we are rewarded for that, too, is that we're following God's Word. Absolutely. And I love that feeling. And is it easy? No. Is it always easy? You know, sometimes it's easier than others. Um, but, you know, I, I I have fewer bad days. Mm-hmm. I have, um, you know, because I'm turning to the Lord quicker on all of it. Yeah, that's good. That's good, Charlotte. Listen, you just uh, stay the course, and you, you're, you're bringing it down to where the rubber meets the road. The reality is we can have this spiritual euphoric high of, I forgive them, and God does the work in my life. And you come out of church after singing all those worship songs and hugging all your Christian brothers and sisters in Christ and hearing a great message, and you're fired up, and then their name pops into your head on the way home from church, right? And um, and then all of a sudden those feelings can come back. It is a daily process, just like life. Life is daily. Life is daily. And so uh, that's a good reminder. Talking about forgiveness, how's it impacted your life? Really, how's it changed your life? Triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen. We live in we live in a time today. Come on, we live in a time today where there's a lack of forgiveness. We we've got this thing now of um, we see it politically, on a national scale and otherwise. It's almost people become enemies and there's a sense of personal destruction involved, 
in these uh, encounters. That's unfortunate because uh, ultimately, you know, real healing and health comes through forgiveness. That doesn't mean we don't have consequences. Doesn't mean we don't have boundaries and accountability and all the all the natural good things that need to happen. But unforgiveness, man, it just rips at you. And the reality is, you only hurt yourself because the guy that ran you off the road is five miles down the road. Driving through the uh, the uh, Chick Fil A, getting his sandwich, not thinking about you, and so you're carrying that still that unforgiveness in your life. You know how that happens. Come on, we know how that happens. And so if you were if you're blessed and fortunate to have grown up in an environment where forgiveness came easily, and you understand it, uh, makes it easier. If you didn't, I understand it can be more difficult, but it is important. All right, let's continue on. By the way, you can join in. How has it impacted your life? What difference has it made? 888 Let's go to Arizona. We have a caller on the line. Uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Go right ahead. You're Hello. on the air. Okay. Um, unforgiveness impacted my life in that my mom and her brother were estranged for many, many years. Mm. And I didn't know him growing up, but then, um, and there were some large issues that caused the estrangement. And then he reached out and made contact with her and wanted to make amends. And she said, let's put the past in the past. And she chose to extend forgiveness. So for the next 25 years, I got to know him. My kids got to know him. She was blessed with a really good relationship with him. And he just went to be home with the mm. Lord um, this December, and it was a really um, sweet sadness because I'm thankful for all those great memories and great times, and it was because she chose to forgive. Think about uh, what would it be different. What would be different, really, in your life today if that hadn't occurred? There would be an empty space for my children who got to know their uncle, um, and definitely for my mom, and then with his passing, I think it would just leave um, bitterness, and it would be sad because there was so much goodness that came after yeah. the forgiveness. That's beautiful. Well, I'm sorry for your loss. Uh, it sounds like very recent. You're talking about this December right now, just in the last while yes. here. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, there's something there's something about having that closure in a healthy way and a better way. And um, congratulations and blessings on your mom and you and your family for going through that process because it certainly was a probably was difficult at the time, but it's a healthy thing to do 25 years later when you look back. Yes, we're very, very grateful. All right. Well, thank you for your call, and I hope you have a great Christmas. You too. Thank, Thank you for ministry. Bye-bye. Yeah, glad to do it. Yeah. She wanted to remain anonymous, by the way, or I would have introduced her. And that's fine. That's fine. Um, and understandably so when you're sharing a story like this today. And, to, to, you know, I was thinking about uh, her call with mom and brother being estranged. That could have continued. Maybe you have someone in your life that you cared for, and there was an estrangement between you and a sibling or a parent, and they're gone now. They're gone. You know the pain. You're thinking, oh, it's just unfortunate that there could not have been a healing. Now, that doesn't always occur. I understand that. But when the Bible teaches us to the extent that it's possible that it lies within us, we should live at peace with everyone, with unity with everyone. Um, uh, that, that's a hard thing to do, I know. 
in many many ways. You can join in. How has uh, how has forgiveness made a difference in your life? Triple eight, triple eight, seventeen, seventeen. You can join us. Sherry did from California. Hi there. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thank you. Fantastic. Impact of uh, forgiveness in your life. Go right ahead. Yeah, I, um, I, this is a beautiful thing to think about today, and um, especially during this time in the holiday season. And um, as I was sharing earlier, um, forgiveness in my life has been very impactful and healing. Um, I've had many things in my life that have come up, lots of people that have hurt me, and so as I became a Christian and I saw the example of Christ and how he forgave us when he died on the cross for our sins and the love he showed us through that, he was a great example. And so I started applying that to my life and how, um, you know, the people that have hurt me and that if Christ could die for us as sinners and show that love for us, then he chose to first forgive us. Then his, the word says, you know, we're to forgive him. Mm-hmm. So. I started applying that to the people in my life, and, you know, these were, you know, my parents, my siblings, these were people close to me, and I just chose to love them and forgive them for the hurt they caused, and it was just beautiful, and I started loving these people through the eyes of Jesus, and now these relationships are completely restored. Interesting. I'm completely set free to love, and now they're completely set free to love, and, um, I just thank God for that. I thank God for showing us how to forgive and that it does set us free. It sets us free to love him and to love others the way that he loved us first. <laughs> so Amen. very grateful for forgiveness. And I bet when you see them or the names come up, the blood pressure stays normal, doesn't go up, the emotions don't get riled like they probably did in the years past because you chose to go in a different direction. Yes, and I, I mean, I can say today, you know, as an adult that... Um, I truly, genuinely love them so much, and I'm so glad I chose to forgive them. And they are, too, because it's um, restored our relationship, and we're all Christians now, and we live for the Lord, and we serve the Lord, and it's all because of Christ forgiving us that we can choose to forgive like that. Amen. Great testimony. Thank you, uh, Sherry. Appreciate your call. I hope you have a blessed Christmas. You, too. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Thank you. And, and maybe you'll be with some of those people on Christmas. Hey, listen, don't wait until the coffin. Don't wait till the funeral. If you got a chance, do it. Boy, I've preached this all my life. If you have a chance, restore the relationship. Paul tells us in the book of Ephesians, we're to forgive one another just as Christ has forgiven us. And when you think about the huge amount of forgiveness required to bring us into a relationship with Christ for all of eternity, come on now. And, uh, the little things sometimes that stand in the way that keep us from connecting with another person, forgiving. Wow. Hey, I do want to say this, though, because every time I do a show on forgiveness, I always get some hate mail. People say, you don't know what some people did to me, and you want me to forgive them. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't personally, probably, because I would relate with whatever you're facing but I, I am going back to a, the biblical teaching, but I would say this, I would say this, that doesn't mean that you're going to restore a relationship with a person. That doesn't mean that you're going to want to spend time with that person or trust that person or be with that person. I understand that.
and hopefully there's a difference between restoring a relationship, okay, and reconciling in your own heart to say, listen, I'm not going to allow that that person, that event to continue to drain me spiritually, emotionally, and otherwise in my own mental health, spiritual health. I choose to forgive and not continue to allow it to just dictate my mind, my emotions, and who I am as a person. Now, I know that's a process. It's a process. You hear people who've been through horrific stories on the news and they choose to forgive. And I'm always interested. I've heard some people say within hours after some tragedy, I forgive. And I think, wow, is that possible? I think it, it's a process. Be realistic. There's a time and a process involved in this. And I know for every person, I think it can be different. I don't want a cookie cut be a cookie-cutter approach to this situation. But when we talk about this everyday forgiveness where we're just saying, hey, sometimes people rub us wrong and we didn't get along and we had issues and I just choose not to connect with that person. And so understand the fullness of forgiveness. It's a, it's a big topic. It's a word we all hear, we sort of understand, and we all deal with it in different ways. That's why we're just hearing stories of people saying, I choose to forgive. I really do. Let's take a break, Jennifer. All right, we'll be right back. You can join us, 888-888-1717. This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back. A lot of us have people in our families that don't know Jesus. But did you know that even Jesus had family members who rejected him? That's why Dr. Randy Carlson is offering you his teachings on this, where you'll learn how to sustain a relationship with family members who don't share your faith in God. If you missed an opportunity to give during our year-end fundraiser, you can give now and have your gift matched and doubled by generous friends of the ministry. We'll automatically deliver this month's exclusive teaching and other intentional living tools directly to your inbox every month. Give right now and you'll also receive the Names of God calendar, where each month features a different name of God, beautiful scenery, and a description of the meaning of God's name for that month. Your monthly support helps people live an intentional life in Christ. Call 888-888-1717 today or visit TheIntentionalLife.com. That's TheIntentionalLife.com. You know, when you do that, uh, you're... You're an important part of the ministry to help us continue into 2023 strong. And I thank you for your support and that beautiful Names of God calendar that we're sending out to all of our new members, those of you joining us in monthly support. Thank you. And our ongoing teaching every month, a brand new teaching. This month, it's on the relationship between Jesus and his earthly half-brothers and sisters. What does the Bible teach us? I give you three snapshots of an encounters between his earthly half-brothers and sisters. How many did he have? You know, the Bible gives us a glimpse into that. And his relationship, we see some of that unfolding. Um, and we learn some powerful lessons, even in these three small snapshots um, of the relationship between Jesus and his half-siblings, uh, which, uh, by the way, is in the lesson this month for members. Watch for it. It's coming your way automatically, uh, both video and audio. New members, those of you joining to be a part of the Intentional Living journey, listen, I'm telling you, you're a part of something that's making a difference. Thank you for joining us. And by the way, everything is being matched dollar for dollar. We still have about $10,000 left on that match 
from some friends of the ministry matching everything dollar for dollar right now when you go to theintentionallife.com, theintentionallife.com. And I want to say thank you for doing that. God bless you for being a part of Intentional Living. Jennifer in Michigan, welcome to uh, yes, the show. Hi. Go right ahead. Um, about 10 years, I was a t- years ago, I was attacked. Mm. And um, it was very traumatizing. And it was to the point where um, I was very fearful of people. I was just very leery going out and just couldn't trust anybody. Um, kind of put a strain on my marriage and, um, I had to go seek counseling and therapy and it was just a really hard time for me. And I asked God, I said, why, why did you love this to happen to me? I don't understand. And just 10 years of just really hardship. And one night, um, my phone buzzed like I was getting a text and it was the man who had attacked me. Mm. And the thing about it was I knew him. So, um, I looked at his message and, He'd actually written me a confession. And I said, what is this? And he said, I got saved. And my pastor told me, you know, what have you done wrong in your life? And he says, well, I did do something to somebody. And he said, you have to go to that person. You have to ask for forgiveness. He says, yeah, I attacked her. He said, you need to ask her for forgiveness. So he told me a thought about it. And so he wrote a complete confession of what he had done to me. And he said, you know, I did the crime. I needed the time, absolutely. But I want to let you know that I uh, found the Lord. I found Jesus Christ, and I'm asking for forgiveness, and um, I'm asking you to forgive me. And I remember dropping the phone and just sitting on the, you know, the ground crying, you know, like, and I went to the Lord. I'm like, Lord, I know now why this had happened to me. Um, but, and I had to tell him I was sorry, that I was so mad at him, you know. But um, this man found the Lord, and I actually went up one day, seeing him and he had a wife and two children and um, told me right in person. I'm so sorry, you know? So um, that was the hardest thing for me to ever really try to forgive. But today I'm, I'm great. My, my mentality is better. My spirituality is better. And so I just wanted to share that with you guys. Wow. That's, that is powerful. Thank you, Jennifer. And uh, processed by people in lots of different ways. I'm sure. But there's power in forgiveness. There's power in taking responsibility for how we hurt each other, harm each other. And um, power and honesty and accountability, all of those things. But forgiveness is certainly a part of it. Thank you, Jennifer. And we wish you a very Merry Christmas. And may God continue to grant you more and more freedom and peace in that process in your life. And for reminding us that... Um, you know, we can, we can interact in our lives and um, in ways that uh, we need to take responsibility for, really. All right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, you're welcome to join in. We're just talking about forgiveness, maybe just the everyday forgiveness that you're facing and how has it made a difference in your life. 888-888-1717 is the number. Peter is in Arizona. Uh, Peter, go right ahead. You're on the air. All right, Dr. Andy. Yeah. Um had a situation where this was 18 years ago, and it was a uh, one of those charity golf tournaments. Something happened during the rounds of golf. Uh, there was a gentleman on our team, uh, a younger man, and uh, the aunt approached me. Apparently something had happened. Something was said. He was a person of color. 
So maybe you can kind of imagine where that went. And so I was attacked because of my character on something I said, of which I didn't say anything at all. So it wasn't even my fault. But I'm saying that to say this. When our pastor kept saying from the pulpit, if you forgiven, if, if you have unforgiveness towards someone, your Savior forgave you. Mm-hmm. You've got to forgive them. And so I, I battled with that and battled with it. And so I finally went, I got to call the person. Now, this was an acquaintance, not even a close friend. Called them, cleared the air, even though it will, it, again, I emphasize, it wasn't even my fault, but I had that, that built up resentment anyway. I got to get that taken care of. And so got it all clarified, everything situated, we're good to go. So the next time the pastor mentioned it, that person's image did not come into my mind. Hmm. That's the power. That's the power. Can we take a quick break before we wrap up today? Redeemer. Father. My refuge. The ways we describe God may change depending on what we're facing. Teacher. My shepherd. But one thing remains constant. God is always near you 365 days a year. And Intentional Living has a reminder of God's constant presence in your life that we'd like to share with you. When you support Intentional Living with a gift of $30 a month or a single gift of $365, we'll say thank you with the 2023 Names of God calendar. Each month shares a different name of God, beautiful scenery, and a description of the meaning of God's name for that month. Your support of Intentional Living continues to provide daily hope and encouragement. And the Names of God calendar will remind you that God is with you all year long. You can give now at The Intentional Life or call 888-888-1717. And I hope you will. We're in these final, really, days, hours, extended hours of 2022, and it's the big giving time, and I hope you'll remember your friends here at Intentional Living, your year-end gift, maybe it's a 13th month, if you're a monthly member of the Intentional Living community, or a single gift. Everything is being matched up to the, I think we have about 10,000 left. It continues to change throughout the day, but about 10,000 at last report being matched dollar for dollar. And I thank you for your support. We need your help. Um, We know it's a difficult time in our country and we want to be standing in the gap for people on the truth of God's word and helping Christians, men and women, young people, couples, singles, stand up and choose to be intentional in their faith. And today we've talked about forgiveness. And wherever you are, whatever your story is, or whatever this has evoked in your life as you listen to it today, seek God. Maybe seek some counseling. Talk to your pastor. Think about where you are. Uh, Don't blow this off or just uh, take a trite approach to forgiveness. Yeah, I forgive you when really down deep there's some issues that maybe need to be dealt with and some accountability that needs to be dealt with. But whatever it is to to approach this with a godly counsel in a godly fashion. We're going to stay in the studio and continue to record a program on this very topic, taking more calls that we're going to air, I think tomorrow. It'll air tomorrow on Intentional Living. So if you want to share a story of how forgiveness, maybe everyday forgiveness has changed your life, a positive impact in your life, what is it? Give me a call, 888 Or on Facebook, you can leave your comment or call as well. Thanks for joining me. Have a great day. We'll see you next time from Intentional Living.